Hello everyone, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast where we come together to discover ourselves through our heritage and sharing our experiences in the diaspora. I am your host, Jackie. Hello, brothers and sisters. Once again, welcome to the AfriTalk podcast podcast i hope you've all been doing well and i've been doing well myself too thank you for asking (laughs) anyways continuing this whole ghana series i hope you listened to my last episode episode 24 surprising my family after 13 years if you want to watch the video please hop to my youtube channel afri talk podcast and you will be able to find the youtube video as well so this episode is titled my Accra experience after 13 years so let's zip it and do it when i was living in ghana you know before coming to the netherlands i didn't really go you know the only places that i went was maybe church if someone is doing wedding or party and then you know my family would take me there or i'll just be playing outside with you know children and all that or go to school but like go out you know at, at that small age who, who, who are you going you know like so i didn't really experience like the city you know really went to do th- i only went to the beach you know so like really doing fun fun things i didn't really do that like 13 years back so this time that i went to ghana i was able to enjoy a little bit at least i was able to see a craft for itself so the first thing i liked um when i was well except from seeing my family i was able to see anna my cousin uh, from the champong family it was really beautiful we went to the beach i saw the guitar they are hey, they were this small and now they are like this they were so grown like their accents their english i was like hey, first they, didn't even, they couldn't even speak english but now hey they can't even they can't even quote me but anyways it was really nice we went to kokrobite uh we went to a beach i forgot the name of the beach and um it was really fun like but the road to ah, i don't know but kokrobite i don't know the roads are so bad and so dusty ha all i was feeling was like this but anyways we went to the beach we really had fun i'm scared of swimming i can't swim that's one of my biggest secrets but anyways i can't swim i don't know how to swim i'm scared of water especially beach especially african beach rural beach all these years in europe i've never been to, okay i've been to beaches but you know like african beach is different you know it's you feel like a hand it's a real beach so going there see and all this my cousin and my nephew these they're just trying to push me into the world i'm like ah god help me <laughs> just save me honestly it was really scary for me because ah i just i just went there just sat down and just relaxed because ah no i can't come and keep myself anyways <laughs> the food was good the drinks just just the vibe we really had fun i really loved it and i was so happy to see them again after like more than a year it was really nice and then later we went out our first time going out in ghana Hey, as in in the evening, I dressed up, I did my hair small, small, I did a little bit of makeup, put on my dress and we were going out. So from there, we went to this beautiful, I've always wanted to go there, um, sky bar. Oh, I'm afraid of heights, but I'm like, nah, I will. Hey, I sat all the way, you know, by the, like, it would look as if you were going to fall down, but I said me, me that I've spent all this money to come, to go and travel. I don't, oh no, I need to experience, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it was so nice, the vibe was so good. 
the music, the food. Oh, we didn't even want to go. It was so, oh, so beautiful. Like seeing Accra in the night, like from a very, very, very tall building is so beautiful. And then just like after that, you know, like the days after that, like Accra was cool. But one thing I hated, ah. Oh, was the roads, the bad roads, the traffic, the overtaking, like, hey, I, I don't, you know, like, you know, coming from the West, for example, you know, you're used to some certain standard of, you know, some certain things, you know, I'm used to just, you sit in your car, you park, you're just going like no bumpy roads, no, you know, heavy, heavy. Okay. There's traffic here, but like, you know, it's controllable a little bit. People are not just overtaking you rough, rough, like, but oh yeah crap like hmm. you want to like maybe a place is like let's say five minutes away from your house and you're going with a car right but it take you like an hour because the traffic people's cars are spoiled you see like cars are spoiled you can see that this car if you just push it small it will fall down but still they are using it leakage everywhere i don't know busy roads people just driving but especially those trot trots hey every time that i was sitting in the car i was just holding the handles or whatever just holding it like this and i was just promised like oh god help me god help me god i cover myself with the blood of jesus i cover myself with the blood of like it's like a miracle to go out and come back safely literally it was so scary and then like of course the drivers will always like, be like ah madam this is not you know oh this is this is even the least of it i'm like ah this is the least of it so you guys go through Worst thing than this. Ah, God, don't let me go through. I cannot. I can't. <laughs> like, I really ask myself, don't anybody, don't, don't they see that the roads are so bad? Can't they do anything about it? I mean, anyways, and all these people just jumping in front of the cars. Oh, please, pay all this. Please buy this. I'm selling this. Madam, madam, one, one CD, two, two CDs. And they just be like, if you don't know, you make this mistake, but you know, like maybe you're standing at, you know, traffic lights and maybe, you know, the people that are selling things in the road and they are walking past and you don't know, you don't know. And you make the mistake of your life just to look at them. One second, they'll just come. Look, they, they think that you are calling them. Even if you are not calling them, they'll still come because you just made that eye contact with them, right? They'll just walk to, to you in the car uh, next to the guy and they'll just be looking at you and they are showing the thing like um didn't you just called me is it by force did i ask you did i call you oh and the time that the days of the times the days or the times that you need them you will not find them but the time that you don't need them you don't even want to be disturbed at all that's when they'll just be standing and be looking at you like this i'm telling you if you have a soft heart your money will finish in traffic if you have a soft heart, like you just, you like giving, giving, oh, your money will finish in trouble because they will be looking at you. You feel so sad, but that's just their work, you know, but anyways, <laughs> one thing I also, beginning, I was so, it really hurt me. I was really, you know, it really touched me was these kids, you know, begging on the street in traffic, you know, they'll just be coming. Some, some of them don't even speak like account language or English. You don't understand what they're saying, you know. And they are just begging, looking at you like so sad and oh, and oh, it was so, oh, oh, really? If you have a soft heart, trust me, your money will finish in traffic. The money that you took from Europe to come, it will just vanish like that. These kids were so, they were looking so sad, so like their clothes were like, I don't know. Like, and I'm like, where, where is your mother in this hot sun? And you are here, oh, auntie, auntie, please, oh, auntie, auntie, oh, auntie, auntie. And every time I try, you know, I, I've beginning, I, you know, I used to give the money because I feel it's sad. 
And then, of course, you give them money, you go, maybe the next day you come, you see them standing at the same place. It's just a business. And then you see their parents sitting somewhere far a little bit, like they are watching them. They know what they are doing. And I'm like, wow, these kids, I heard that, you know, some of them, some people really help them, you know, want to take them to school or better their lives, but they just don't want to just, they rather want, they rather want to beg because that's what their the parents want. I mean, I think, yeah, the money is money is there's more money in that area than what are you going to do in school it's, it's just going to cost me money so just go and on uh, in the hot you know hot sun on the street just be begging and doing your face you know some way somewhere and people people will feel sorry for you and i'm like hey already it's hot especially when you're at home or in the evening you're at home you're not yet going outside or you're at home it's evening you have to sleep and whatever and there's light up just go into the bath be pouring water on yourself i think that i'm telling you like even my nose inside my nose like the inside there it was sweating like this heat the small doomso that i experienced it was so hot and to top it all off stomach pains hmm. me that i thought oh me i was born in ghana i have the blood i have everything my skin and stuff uh, back to the motherland back to the soil whatever i can eat whatever i want i can drink what kind of water i want hmm i drank two different types of like um the brand of water mm-hmm. stomach pain i nearly died i went to eat meat <laughs> i went to eat indomie indomie you know the way they make it because here i don't eat like i eat like the indomie soup you know with the water with plenty of water and all that and I'm like, ah, Ghana, you know, they make it really special. You, they put sausages in it. They put all these, you know, greens and whatever. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to eat it. And I was like, oh, extra pepper, please. She was like, oh, Aisha said, like, yeah, I can eat pepper. Extra pepper, please. That night, I like, I, I didn't even finish eating the food. I was already was like, mm. I said, my stomach is doing some. I finished eating. Instead of stopping the food and just drink water and go and sleep, I ate everything. In fact, I was even yearning for more. Ha, ah, sickness sickness it's like this vacation like i don't know the universe or whatever didn't want me to really enjoy because i was sick like 90 percent of the whole trip sickness i don't know like everything you i don't know like everything you eat stomach pain and you know i have my family was telling me no you should only eat home you should be very careful with what you eat you know you've not been here for a very long time you have to be very careful but i'm like ah no me I've, i have a list of all the things i want to eat before going blah blah blah. oh stomach pain it was like no problem welcome i will show you. i was sick i was so sick to the point that i honestly thought i was dying and i was literally crying i was so scared because i thought i was dying honestly I, I i was just throwing up going to the uh hole to the loo like every two minutes like i was oh lord i was really really sick and it got to the point that we nearly came back um like took the next available flight back to the netherlands but i'm like no no wait I, it's not because of me that this vacation will spoil so wait let's just wait one one more day one more day huh advice number one drink stick to one brand of water i know what to, you don't just go and eat everywhere really know what to eat really because it made it was okay anyways it made me lose some small weights though i can't complain i didn't die so at least it made me lose small weights oh i'll take it like that my stomach went back in small and my cheek went back in small ah at least i takes out i today take something out of it anyways <laughs> so one time we went to the mall and um we went to the mall and there's like a pizza special day or something and we we're like so many workers like they were working for a pizza a comp uh, i don't know restaurant or whatever and they were like i think 
five to six workers and we were just walking past like oh madam oh sir please come uh, uh one plus one in like buy one pizza and get one free whatever and so like they literally like almost literally dragged us inside and we we're like okay okay we're going to eat here hey they're talking they're talking this like this they were talking the whole time gossiping about customers gossiping about people who were just walking past and they were just eat hey, their noise and i was like what if I'm I'm an undercover boss? What if I'm actually the owner of this place and I'm just testing you guys? Like, that's just how you guys will just lose your jobs. Like, honestly, I called one of the ladies and she came after five minutes. Anyways. And she was giving her to us like, hey, madam, what, what do you want? And I'm like, ah, I'm coming to patronize you. <laughs> Instead of you being happy. Okay, anyways, can I have this and that and that? So, like, okay, they'll bring it for you. So, I thought maybe... When she goes back to her crew, she'll tell the person. Ah, I was waiting almost 30 minutes. And I'm like, I, still, she was just talking, like chatting with the rest of the people. I'm like, and I called her. I'm like, Madam, please. I ordered some. She's like, yeah, 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 they are coming. They'll bring it for you soon. I'm like, I didn't see you go inside. So who, who is going to bring it? And then like after five minutes, I saw her walking inside. And I was like, is this now? Is it now that you're going to place my order for me or what? Actually, anyways, she came. I paid her. And you know, and I was expecting my change. Right? I mean, I had, she had to give me quite some change money back but they were just talking and talking and it distracted me to the fact that i, I literally forgot oh be vigilant people if you go, they just distract you we were sitting in the car we were like yay my change <sighs> anyways accra was late accra was nice apart from being sick and all that but one thing i also did not like hey 10 churches in one street and like three mosques. Well, you are hearing, you are hearing, hey, Jesus, test, test, mic, one, two, one, two. The whole time, you can't even sleep. Especially when you know that there's doom saw and the fan is not working. You're already hot. You don't know what to do. Yeah, something is doing your body. And then you'll be hearing, hey, Jesus, fire, die fire, one, two. Like, we are hearing, hey, Baba, hey, Baba, and you're hearing mic, one, two, one, two. You're hearing, hallelujah. Like, you're just hearing different, hey, my God. <sighs> you know, when you're living in Ghana, I don't know, you don't need any, you don't need any alarm. I'm t- like, five o'clock, pepepe, you hear someone saying, mic, two, one, two, one, two. They will wake you up. So you don't need any alarm. You can just go to bed and wake up and they'll wake you up like simple because every day there's around five o'clock i'm already away because you don't need all that you don't need any alarm the church or the mosque will just wake you up free will free will in fact even if you are not a prayerful person you don't pray whatever the churches around you the prayer all the prayers they are doing like just combined god is listening to your indirect prayer they are praying for you indirectly because it's like you are in the church, like you are in the service. So all the prayers they are praying, they are praying for everybody. You too are included. You don't even need to be a, you don't even need to say anything to God. The, the prayer there, they are praying need to work for you also because you are just in their midst. You're literally in their midst. Ah, every morning you wake up, your eyes like this because you've not really had a good night's sleep. Oh. Hell, hmm. and also like <laughs> transportation. I took Uber and I took um, Bolt, and I found out that Bolt is way cheaper. And Bolt people, they are more professional, and they know the roads. Like they really know. Like you just tell them where you're going. Well, you request the ride, and then when they come in, they'll ask, "Okay, where are you going exactly?" And they just explain, it and they'll take you right there. But Uber, 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 or Uber. I've requested the ride, you. I've I've put in exactly where I'm going. You come. Okay, where are you going exactly? Okay, so, oh, I'm going to this, this, this. But where exactly? I'm like, ah, 
I will like I'm like, but put you just take me to that place. Just take me to the to the area I'm just requesting, and then I'll show you the road to maybe the place I'm going. They'll still be, they'll ask you twenty times, and then they'll miss the road. I don't know. They don't. Then they'll be you that you requested for the ride. They'll be asking you, please, do you know the road? Where should we pass? Left or right? I'm like, ah, you're supposed to know. How come I me? Mean, I'm not leaving house. Why should I know? And on top of that, it's more expensive than boats. Boats is the best. I'm telling you, if you don't have uh, your own transportation, ah, boat. Oh, me, I won't take church because it was for me. It was always scared. I took church like two times and I nearly peed in my pants because they were driving really recklessly and just. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was just too reckless for my, I don't know. It was just too reckless for my liking. Uh, no. So I'd rather take both, you know, just enjoy your ride. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, one time we took a boat and the person, the driver made like a wrong U-turn or so. And there was a policeman standing there. Hey. Now I saw the person, mm, God, they're coming to catch us. Mm, God. So I was like, ah, let me start, this, you know, disassociating or how do you say myself from the boat. I'm not going to, I, I stopped laughing with the, with the driver. I stopped, you know, I just frowned my face as if he's, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to be laughing with you so that the police would think I'm also part of the whole wrong U-10 thing. So police, eh, please, everybody get on, give me your driving license. And I was like, mm, Jesus, mm-hmm, it has started. I'm, so I'm going to go to prison in Accra on top of this, on top of these sicknesses anyways. So the person, you know, the driver got, well, got out talking, talk for so, they talk for like, hey, they talk for so long. And then the police, the agent gave him back the, the, the driving license and then he paid the police officer and was okay, now you can go. And I'm like, hey. So this is how things work. If the person t- took a wrong U-turn, can't you just find the person? Like, or take the person to the police station, you know, they'll find you there and blah. Like, and I found out that paying bribes is common. Like when you're leaving the house, have money for bribing, like on one side in your purse. In, in any case, like, you know, in, the, in, in case you come across police or something and like for the littlest thing, they want to catch you, they want to arrest you. So just to pay your, so you have to, you literally have to pay your way out and all they just do all those, those things just to get some money from you. So you have to have money on the side, like me. Huh. Then I can't live in Ghana. Then I'll just stay here, stay here, and then I'm telling you, I can't. I'll, 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 I'll be fight. Ah, I'll be fighting. Hey, you go and work hard for your money. There's no even proper jobs. That the, the economy is bad, and the small money that you have to feed yourself and your family you have to be paying. And yeah, we will be fighting every day. And they don't, they'll, they'll, they'll be arresting me every day. Every day I'll be calling my my lawyer. Please come and build me. Please come and build me. Then I'd rather do that than giving them. Ah, ah. Anyways, the last thing I did was I surprised my auntie, my mom's cousin, aka her best friend. I lived with her as well when I lived in Ghana. Um, well, not really lived with her. I, I literally, I most of the time go there to you know spend my vacations and all that. And she's literally like one of my, she's my favorite auntie to be honest. Mama Ile is literally the best. Ah. <sighs> I, I haven't seen also all these years. Of course, I speak to her also on the phone and all that. And she had no idea I was coming to Ghana. So my mom took me to her house, you know, telling her, oh, I have some guests over, you know, I just want them to come and greet you. And then, and I just surprised her like this woman. <laughs> she was so happy to see me. I was so happy to see her. Like she's grown you know, she has grown so much. The last time I remember, she had so much hair, black hair and all that. And now she's like, oh, I was like, oh, I really missed. I really, really missed. Ghana was the best, man. I'm telling you. So which I saw, you know, her kids, um, who are my cousins, um, the grandkids and other people. And everybody was so grown. And they were like, oh, look at me like, hey, 
Delali, is this you? Look how you've turned into a big madam. And I'm like, hey, really? Look at you. <laughs> it was so fun. Ah, I really miss them. I really, I can't wait to go back again and see everybody. So anyways, I also went to another city where I've never been in my life. Even when I lived in Ghana, I never went there before. So it will be, it will be my first time and I will tell you all about it. And yeah, just watch out for my next episode coming next week and I'll continue the juicy, juicy, juicy story. <laughs> and yeah, so brothers and sisters, please do subscribe to my YouTube channel called Afri Talk Podcast. Please do subscribe, click on the notification bell, like, comment and share with everyone you know. Thank you. That's all I have for you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Afri Talk podcast. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with everyone you know. For more amazing stories, stay connected by following me on all social media platforms. Find me on Instagram at AfriTalk underscore pod, on Twitter at AfriTalkPod and on Facebook, AfriTalkPodcast. Or you can send me an email at AfriTalkP at gmail.com. AfriTalkP at gmail.com. <laughs>